Welcome back to Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. Unfortunately, today we don't have Michael Dwyer as he is otherwise engaged. Today, our my guest host is Ghislaine Maxwell. No! Who is here to set the record straight. No, it's not Ghislaine Maxwell, it's... Breed Brown. <laughs> Breed Brown. Do you know what I Sorry, name? I forgot. Breed, why are you here today? <laughs> Pushing Michael out of your life one <laughs> step at a time. <laughs> it's never going to happen. No. Uh, what's our topic for today? Uh, you give me the option of serial killers, Texas, Sandy Hook, <laughs> or something else real ropey. The Flat Earth. The Flat Earth. So flat we earth. went with serial killers. The Flat Earth makes sense, right? Because if you go out the clone and you look at the sea, it's just a straight line all the way across. Yeah. So it makes sense. I've never seen a curve on the Earth. We just haven't gone up high enough. Yes, you have. If you're in an airplane, you can see a curve, can't you? No, no. Sure you can fly you can. On a flat surface as well. You just go from one place to the other place. It's like a pizza. I think... What? No. Yeah. If you go up high enough, it starts to curve. Have you been up high enough? No. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, so we're talking about serial killers today. We watched some serial killer killer stuff this morning. Well, I did, and yeah. you've done some research on it. I wrote a quiz. You wrote a quiz? Yeah. You wrote your own quiz? You made one up? Yeah. Oh, it's not as good as it sounds. Okay, okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> First, you were I sitting beside me. What? You were sitting beside me. I was sitting beside you, yeah, but I was engaged in something else. So I watched a video, a 15, 16 minute video that this man wrote in bro broken English. Yeah. And it was just text over all these videos of like mountains and then old pictures and stuff. And it was like, went um, in the numbers. So it started at like the lowest. And Ted Bundy was one of the lowest on it. Mm. He had 30. 35 or something I think it was and then it went up and it just the, the more it went up the less sense it made so there was like this countess or something that lived in the medieval times and she inherited her family's castle and she used to bring young women into the castle and murder them and bathe in their blood I can't remember what the name was but it was shite, basically, the documentary. <laughs> Not an, uh, documentary is a strong word for what you watch. It's a strong it a word. It was a PowerPoint of a man who looked up mur murder on Wikipedia. Or yeah, but if you, if you look up serial killers on Wikipedia, very few of the top ones are actually American. You'd actually, you've heard of very few of the top serial killers in the world. Yeah. Russians have a good few. Yeah, and like Iran and India. and like Pakistan. Yeah. Mm. I didn't realize that. Did you? Today. Do you have any? No, I took references. all the American ones. Because that's the only one. <laughs> America is the only place that exists. Yes. And they're yeah, they were just the ones that were required less research. Okay, can we do the quiz now? Yeah, I'm excited. It's called serial killer or serial inventor. Okay. <laughs> Did you come up with this name? Yeah. Great. So I'm gonna give you a name, and you have to guess if they were a serial killer or if they invented a type of serial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very few people have invented serial. <laughs> okay, Harold Shipman. Murder. Yeah, he was a serial killer. He's also known as Dr. Death. Ooh. Uh, he was believed to have killed at least 218 patients. Jesus. So he used to kill, he was a doctor, he'd scrown and kill his patients in bed by like over sedating them or something. Uh, he's thought to have killed at least 20, 218, but they think it's closer to actually 250. He was based in London between 1972 and 1998. Right. And worked in two different offices killing the whole time. Um, and the people, it wasn't caught until like an undertaker started flagging that his name kept coming up on death certificates. Right. And that all his patients were dying during the day instead of like dying in their sleep or whatever when there was less people 
to look after them. They were dying like on his watch. Yeah. He watched them die. That was his he thing. He killed them. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a podcast about him. Called, there's definitely one called Dr. Death. It must okay. be about him. Right. Where was he? London. London. There was something like that with like a nurse as well, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Was that in Ireland? I think that was America. America. But it was the same thing. It was like she said it. Yeah, they just like it. It's a kind of a complex. What's it called? Uh, do you think they're like? What's it called? That'll come to me. Mm. They think they're doing them a favor. Yeah. What is it called? Where they think they're like doing it like to? They have some kind of a complex. <laughs> Words fail. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's pregnant, by the way. It's a baby brain. Yeah. Oh, what is the, it's like they're like angels of death or whatever they think they're doing it for the greater good Charlie's angel, angels angel of death hell's angels something like that yeah anyway stop, stop cheating uh, Herman Webster Mudgett Serial also known as Dr. Henry Howard Holmes or H.H. H. Holmes Serial you know him uh, Kellogg's no no Serial no, is in like no uh, he's a murderer oh okay <laughs> oh, this is going to get confusing <laughs> He was based in Chicago and he built this big like murder house. Okay. So he just bought this house and designed it to kill people. Like a murder <gasps> hotel. Yeah. Like American Horror Story. Yeah, I think it was based on this. So he uh, he was a pharmacist, turned a hotel into a torture castle. Ooh. In like nine, 1893, he moved to Chicago and started outfitting a three-story hotel with uh, all manner of nefarious contraptions, mm. including gas lines, secret passages and trap doors, hallways to dead ends, chutes to the basement, soundproof padding, and torture devices strewn throughout a maze. I didn't write this. The gas allowed Holmes to knock out guests before the worst of what was to happen came next, often on his surgical tables. He then burned the bodies in the building's furnace, uh, selling skeletons to medical schools and running life insurance scams. In all, he copped to more than 30 murders, uh, found only after a fellow scammer turned him in for falling short on a financial agreement before he was hanged in 1896. Jesus, so your man, the other lad, knew he was doing all this shit. Yeah, but he owed him money, so he oh, got yeah. him out. I remember getting, uh, my brother lives in Chicago, and when I first went out, when, the only time I went over to visit, his fiance picked me up. Yeah. We were driving into Chicago, and I was like, can you bring me to the murder house? <laughs> she was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and she, we didn't really speak for the rest of the drive. <laughs> Uh, John Harvey Kellogg Serial <laughs> Kellogg and his younger brother Will Keith Kellogg <laughs> Had figured out how to make a flake cereal They called cornflakes The younger Kellogg added sugar And began mass marketing them Including the first inbox prize Can we google something here Shane Quickly about Kellogg's Yeah uh, Cornflakes you didn't believe me Were an anti-masturbation device uh, Yeah I see, I see uh, this too where did oh, you see that? I was seen as a Facebook meme, so I don't know. It's not. It's, it's a, a real story. Shane, pull it up. It's not a Reddit rumor. Reddit is fact. Reddit is 100% fact. And speaking of scams and Reddit, that thing I was telling you about. So there's a, a, a coin launched, a new cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. Called, what was your man's name? The crypto scheme. Ponzi uh, scheme. Ponzi scheme. That went that I sent you the other day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I can't remember. Um, it was named, it's a famous enough name. I've heard it before. But there's a new cryptocurrency named after a Ponzi scheme artist. Yeah. And it was launched and people on Reddit were like, well, the ad first of all said, named after a Ponzi scheme artist, but this one isn't a scam like you might think. And then all these people were like, oh, this That's looks exactly cool. That's exactly what you'd say if it was a scam. <laughs> Bernard Madoff. Bernie, Bernie Madoff. So he was known, uh, his name I've heard before anyway. And they all started lumping their money on this new coin 
and they were like, oh, the, was it the portfolio looks great or the pan, the yeah. word path or something. Yeah, the site looks nice and I threw $15 <laughs> into it. Let's see what happens. The roadmap is impressive and if, if it's all true, this is going to be huge. Yeah. And then it was rug pulled. So rug pulled is like when it's a scam, basically. Did you get your money back then? No. No? I'll no. take my own. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, have we got the masturbation? Yeah, I looked at the second article that came up was no, the headline is no yes. cornflakes were not invented to stop masturbation. They were. I read a lot of articles on cereal today and it didn't come up. Uh, you're not just, you're looking in the wrong places. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was Kellogg's. John uh, Harvey Kellogg John and his Harvey. brother, the, yeah. Ke the Kellogg's. That's weird, isn't it? Well, not really, like they named it after themselves. Yeah, I went to the Grail Talk with some Odlums. Odlums? Yeah. Were they from yeah, the Oddlums? Yeah, they were grandchildren of the Oddlums family, I think. What do Oddlums make? Like porridge and baked goods, the pancakes we had earlier. Mm. Were Oddlums makes Were they? Like yes, yes, they have like they're a rooster. Owl, yeah. Owl or rooster, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget what I was going to say now. I had a very interesting point to make. Moving on. Was it about masturbating? It's gone, no. Okay. Uh, James Caleb Jackson. Murderer. Yes, in... Oh, no. No. Cereal. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm reading this as Both. I go. In 1863, James Caleb Jackson, a religiously conservative vegetarian <laughs> who ran a medical sanitarium in western New York, created a breakfast cereal from gra uh, graham flour dough. Boring. Or the, the Americans call it graham yeah, flour graham dough. Yeah, cra graham crackers. That, yeah, so that was dried and broken into shapes so hard they needed to be soaked in milk overnight. He called it granula. Granola. Then John Harvey Kellogg came along and made a version and called it granola. Ooh. Using the same idea, a former Kellogg's patient, CW Post, created Grape Nuts, which would become the first popular product to offer a discount coupon. There you go. Yeah, so just going back to the John Harvey <laughs> Kellogg <laughs> masturbation. Aha! Yeah. We have a video. <laughs> so, sure, John Harvey Kellogg advocated against masturbation and recommended cornflakes as a means to stop masturbation, but the cornflakes... Uh, were invented for patients at a hospital. Yeah. They were actually advertising it as an anti-masturbation uh, morning meal. Looking through this article as well, like your man John, uh, John Harvey Kellogg, like there's a few, few weird say like, seems like an odd chap, like he came up that he's a wildly racist and like, like yeah, avid anti-masturbation. Advocate. Advocate, yes. In 1863 though, everybody was probably. No? I don't know. People have been doing it. Monkeys do it. <laughs> do you want to see a video? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, he was like a surgeon, so he made cereals for his patients. Kellogg. Yeah, John Harvey Kellogg. Um, John James D'Angelo Jr. That is a serial killer. Have you heard of him? I think so. You probably have. This is the Golden State Killer, who at various times was dubbed as the East Area Rapist or the original Night Stalker. He terrorized yeah. California during the 1970s and 80s and remained one of America's most notorious unidentified serial killers until law enforcement connected him to D'Angelo to the case using DNA in 2018. 2018? Yeah. So is he dead? No. No? Uh, he wasn't dead when they caught him. He might be dead now. I don't think so. I was like, I was watching this happen as, a, as they caught him. Like, Really? Yeah. They kind of all, it was kind of leaked that they might have had him and then... They were waiting for names and asking me. Did this not happen in the 70s? Yeah. yeah. But they caught him. Wait for it. You're going to love this. Okay. Um, he was a former police officer. He pled guilty to 13 murders as well as 13 kidnapping related charges. 
charges and that he admitted to dozens of rape in Northern and Central California between 1976 and 1979. But he couldn't be charged because of the statute of limitations. So right. it was like 40 years before. What's the statute of limitations? So if you, certain crimes, if you commit them, they have like a time limit on them. So if you get found guilty after like that time, doesn't matter. They can't do anything about it because the time's run out. Right. So he was like, just was free. He was free. He was never imprisoned until 20. No, he was, but like he got a lot, he got off with a lot. Oh. Because he couldn't, like a lot of rapes. I think rape has a big statute or a small statute of limitations. Right. But like murder probably has a bigger one. Yeah. Um, so like, he was arrested like he was he was arrested yeah but they caught him because of uh, these family tree like DNA websites right do you know like you put your like 23andMe or whatever you mm. get your DNA you send it in so they had put in his DNA the prosecutors didn't say that they had done this but they put in his DNA from like a rape kit back in the 70s into the system so that they would be notified whenever like a relative of that DNA ever did it yeah and that's what happened like a distant relative of his put their dna into one of these but how does that genetic them? he's just related to they someone. just have dna they don't know who it is yeah. but they like have narrowed it down so they got a ping or whatever to say like this someone i don't know like a girl did 23 is me. related to this killer somehow yeah. so then all they they've narrowed it down to this one family yeah and then based on all the other evidence they had they could pinpoint this man jesus yeah isn't it cool yeah that's very cool that's then, like, stock on Netflix, isn't it? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, that's how I heard of him. Yeah, he's well, uh, they he's bad man. He like was in uh, like a Mexican neighborhood or something. He was a different one. There was the no Night Stalker and then the original Night Stalker. Oh, okay. So there's two of them. This guy they didn't caught. The other guy was was Ramirez or something. Yes, Richard, Richard Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a different guy, right. but it was all kind of the same thing in the same area, doing the same thing, like breaking in. I don't know how he knew he would stalk people and like he would know when we were home alone. Like the one that you'd stay alone in your house, he'd get, he got them. Like it was terrifying. Yeah. It seemed terrifying. Yeah. He's bad man. Was that, that, that going on at the same time, the two of them? No. No. I didn't, I didn't take down him, but no, I don't think so. I think he came first because he was the original Night Stalker. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? They had like, I remember them saying they would, he'd get away so quickly. Like he used to be able to jump off like 12 foot walls and like land and run. And they thought he maybe had an army background or something. Like he had really good training. He was like really physically fit and able to get away, but it was because he was a police officer. Yeah. And I think he had a radio, so he always knew where the police were. Shit, yeah. I think he was fired as a police officer, but I can't remember why. Yeah. But he still had the equipment. But he had the equipment. He knew what he knew how to like outsmart them. Yeah. yeah. That was what, like on that video I was watching, there was a few of them were like police officers or ex-soldiers yeah. as well. One of them was actually a, a, a like a criminal investigator, so he knew the process, so he was able to evade capture basically and he knew to leave the bodies beside railroad tracks because the way they're coated it throws the sniffer dogs off the scent mm. so he, do you he think they do, do you go into those jobs on purpose yeah to learn I think the so. sure it's what you're interested in do what you love you'll ever work a day in your life <laughs> no do you think they go into it with the idea of being like i'm gonna kill and if i do this then i'll be able to do it in a way that i won't get caught yeah 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 they learn the process yeah yeah they're not stupid i don't know like psych tests and all to become a police officer Probably not in America. No, probably <laughs> not. No, there's a few lads in there. I think they wouldn't pass a psych test. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was him. He's really interesting. That whole thing was so interesting. The whole DNA profiling. 23 and Me. They called him when he was 74, 40 years after he actually did it. 23 and Me, Google and Facebook. YouTube. YouTube. Do you know about this? 
You're going to love this. You would Michael this story, would love this. Because you know this story. I heard it on a podcast before, but like the owner of YouTube is married to like the founder of 23andMe whose sister owns Google or something. Yeah. Like they're all like they're all a connected. couple of in-laws and they all own like the three biggest things in the world. So they have your DNA, your private yeah. information. I think it might have been Blind Boy. He was like, what are they, why are they gathering all this info? And I was like, what's their plan? Agenda. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, Sylvester Graham or Graham? Cereal. Yeah, the inventor of the graham cracker. Yes, we finally got there. <laughs> In 1927. Is that a cereal? <clears throat> I have no idea what they are. I thought they were just crackers, like they're the like ones you put shreddies. butter on. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. I have no idea. They're just crackers. Just crackers. Uh, Rodney Alcala. Cereal killer. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard of this. No? You have. Because... Okay, during his killing spree and following his 1972 conviction for raping an eight-year-old girl for which he only spent 34 months in jail after his victim's parents wouldn't allow their daughter to testify at trial, Alcala was somehow recruited to appear on a 1978 episode of The Dating Game. Yes, we yes, watched this. I know this, yeah. Uh, he was called a successful photographer. He was bachelor number one. The Bachelorette chose him, but ultimately chose not to go on the date after meeting him backstage. She said, I started to feel ill. He was acting really creepy. She said, I turned down his offer. I didn't want to see him again. Mm. Would you be able to play that on the video? Yeah, the clip of him on the date. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? No. It's very creepy. I, I don't even know if it's creepy because they all seem creepy on those shows. Yeah. When you look back on it, but it's creepy to know that he was in the middle of a killing spree at the time. Yeah, and he was on this he show. That, yeah. yeah, and the poor lady, like... Thank you. Thank you. And welcome to the dating game. And we'll get right underway. It's time to meet our first three eligible bachelors for game number one. And here they are. Good luck, gentlemen. Well, let's see. Bachelor number one is a successful photographer who got his start when his father found him in the dark room at the age of 13, fully developed. <laughs> Between takes, he might find him skydiving or motorcycling. Please welcome Rodney Alcala. Rod, welcome. He was killing women as well. He just got out of prison to, after he had just got out of prison a, after being a child rapist. Like, yeah, there obviously was no vetting process back no. then. It was just like this guy wants yeah, to be on. Yeah, interested. Yeah, so bad. Uh, he could be, that could be first dates now, like. No, the first dates. I think there's like a, an actual vetting process. I worked on it. it. Actually, I think there's... There's a, a few people on that now that probably could have gone through it again, I'd say. No, I think they... I think you do have to be guard of it, to be honest. Mm. Probably most shows Pro nowadays. Yeah, they especially with, like, like, dating shows because you don't really know. Like, I went on it as a background <coughs> dater years ago before I ever worked on it and mm. even with background daters, they were like, you do not have to give anyone your number. You don't have to go anywhere afterwards. Like, you can be... Mm. Like, come find us if you feel unsafe and all that because it all comes back on them if that goes yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. So they have to be really strict because, like, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. Otherwise, mm. I have one more. Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt and Lorena Bobbitt. Serial killers. They're not serial killers, but they're not serial killers at all. But I mentioned this to you last week, and you found it really interesting. Right. John Wayne Bobbitt and Lorena Bobbitt were an American couple whose relationship received international press coverage in 1993 when Lorena cut off John's penis with a knife while he was asleep in bed. The penis was subsequently surgically reattached. You told me he they cut it off in the car and she threw it out the window. Yeah, she did. They found it. They put it on a on a on ice in a big bite hot dog box. 
from a nearby 7-Eleven and rushed her to the hospital where in a nine and a half hour feat of urological and plastic surgery, it was reattached and restored to almost full function. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, she said that uh, to the jury, John came home drunk, he raped her, He she went to the kitchen to get a glass of water, spotted the kitchen knife and was overcome from years of abuse. She doesn't remember anything after that. Jesus. Yeah. Does she, she got in the car and she threw it out the window and into a local field and then she went, she's a nail. She was a manicurist or something. She went to her salon then after. Went to work? Don't know. Just went, just got away. Uh, John went on to star in porn. No way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in pornographic films such as John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut and John Wayne Bobbitt's Frankenpenis. Oh my God. <laughs> I know you'd love this. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he became a fixture on the Howard Stern show. Really? Yeah. Not in a good, not in a nice way though. Yeah. He said, uh, or Stern said, I don't buy that he was raping her. Uh, she's not that good looking. Not great. That's Howard Stern. That, yeah. So he went, he made the most of it. She went on, she did some press, but she turned down um, all offers of like films or TV series because they didn't like address it as like years of abuse. They just addressed it as like the headline, which is she got off his penis. Yeah. Like, uh, she turned down one million dollars to pose for Playboy. So the million dollars is a million dollars. It would have been amazing, but I wasn't raised that way. I think she did. She's after doing a documentary with Jordan Peele now. Right. Where it's like from her side. Yeah. Because I think she, like, I don't know if she got off with it, but like it was seen as, uh, because she was like a victim of like marital rape and domestic abuse for years and years. Mm. I think she got like, I think maybe she did get off with it. Maybe I should have. So neither of them went to jail. I don't know. And they're both famous. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get that far. <laughs> I started to get tired then. Mm. <laughs> and that was the end of the game. That was the end of the game. Yeah. Should I have a team tune? Should I have a team tune? We should lighten it up a bit, I think. That was Isn't it? I've did a podcast about serial killers before and true crime, and it's mm. so depressing. It is. I thought it'd be a bit more fun than <laughs> no. it is. It's not. It's really hard to keep it light. Like I'm hungover and it's raining outside. <laughs> Yeah, this didn't about? go well. I want to talk about Sandy Hook. No, I no. <laughs> uh, what can we talk about? I so uh, last night I went out and mm -hmm. it was a stag or whatever, and I was waiting for a stripper for forty-five minutes. <laughs> Instead, I went and got four and one because they never showed up. Yeah, uh, I think forty-five minutes is the max you for a stripper. Max is way for a stripper. <laughs> Your uh, time is valuable. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got a four and one instead. And what I've noticed is I've started going blind when I drink. So I was in the Chinese, I was talking to Shin Condren and I was trying to like, li trying to listen to him, but I was trying to look at him and I couldn't, mm. like, I just couldn't focus my eyes. Yeah. And I wasn't like that drunk. Like I was, I was okay. Like, not okay. I was I'm drunk, not surprised that you couldn't see him. Really? Yeah. I wasn't that bad. I wasn't no, falling weren't. over no, you or like bad. asleep or getting sick or anything. No, but you've been drinking since two o'clock and this is 11. Yeah, yeah, it was a long day. But <laughs> I, I don't know it's how, and it's, it's happened before, but like only one time I really remember, like it does happen, you know, your vision goes a bit blurry or whatever, but I went fully blind once in Australia. Like I couldn't see anything. It was just like the colors of the room around me and it was just... Just because I've been drinking, I was drinking all day that day too. Yeah. But I was fully couldn't see anything, so I just had to go That's sleep. So good. No, but I was fine the next day. But I remember it was I was drinking with Philly Kinsler, and I just turned to him and I go, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just go sleep. That's probably not. I, it was the best cure. The no, I, I just had to sleep. Could I have a stroke or something? <laughs> 
Well, we both thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, so the next day I was fine. Yeah, have you ever seen that meme? It's like a Scottish lad, like they're out like a house party or something. And he's just videoing this lad, someone across and he's passed out on the couch beside you. And he's just like, I can't he see. Yeah, I can't see. <laughs> That was literally what it is. I feel that man's pain. I think a lot of people get to that point though, they're just not conscious enough to realise that they're not able to see. Yeah, they just power through. They just look, look around, you can yeah. kind of see shapes on, you're like, this is good enough. Yeah. Don't, don't. You don't like when I do it, no, why? I don't like it. Stop. It's just when I stop working on my face, I just let my face do what it wants, it goes like that. that no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does, but I'm not trying. No, it doesn't. That's why natural. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You're just a liar. Do you think that's like people aren't just? You're telling me you've been holding this face it for takes nine effort months, to... and you takes effort. <laughs> yeah, it takes effort to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Whereas if you're not trying, I'm not trying to impress anyone no. anymore. No. This is what it looked like last night. <laughs> yeah, it did, but you had a bigger smile on your face. <laughs> He told me, he told me he rubbed Mick Gleason's belly. <laughs> I did. And let, to let him into the lock orbit. <laughs> and then he told me he fought Jimmy Ming for my honour. <laughs> I did. <laughs> he didn't. I did. He said, listen here, Jimmy Ming. Yes. <laughs> Let's take this outside. You had a whole story, though. I did. Tell him the story. I can't remember what the story <laughs> I told was. I do that. I, I get bored and then I come up with a story in my head and I tell it to Breed as if it's fact. Yeah. Which is otherwise known as a lie. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not. The only things I, I lie about are things that are quite clearly a lie. <laughs> I, I make it up. What the, Do you have any examples of some lies I've told you? You told me you were in the school with someone with a funny name. What was it? Oh, uh, no, this is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pavlova O'Brien. <laughs> It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you let that one go. It's, it's true. Your dad believed me. Kuiba didn't believe me. I think he was like, you're a he's some liar. <laughs> you turn this off. I'm sweating. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're all in the same vein as that. They're all a little bit true with like a hint of a lie. Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael's news are we going to we're go into we're not allowed to talk about it uh, Michael has news so if you want to find out more DM him on Instagram I'm sure there's probably pictures up already of what his news is yeah. uh, he got a vasectomy <laughs> <laughs> he's pregnant <laughs> he's pregnant Michael is pregnant um, yeah so that's that's the way things are going Miles would you like to talk about <laughs> no. Uh so What's your views on what's happening in the Ukraine at the minute? I don't know. You don't know? I don't really know much about what's going on. So... I know everyone's kind of sitting around waiting for something to happen or not happen. Yeah. So... We're hoping it doesn't happen. Putin is... He wants the Ukraine. Mm, why? And everyone else is saying, no, you can't have that. And yeah. America is like... We're... America just don't want Russia to be happy, basically. Because Russia is probably better than America. So they are going space to stop race. Russia. Yeah, the space race. Space is fake. Yeah. Did you Google hashtag space, space is fake? I... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't do that if Michael was here. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I My... did, but I didn't click into anything. Space is fake. So, new conspiracy coming to life online. Uh, space is fake, Masthead Brewing Company. Okay, so. Uh, oh, why do I have to fucking 
space in general is fake. Yeah, I don't know what the the reason for it is, but apparently they think it's all a lie. Uh, birds aren't real. Yeah. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? I really don't believe the moon landing happened when they said it did. I think it's. I think we have landed on the moon since. Yeah. Not we, but they. But I think the Americans just wanted to be the first to do it, so they fake. The one we all know as the original moon landing. It does look fake. What makes it you believe that it's fake? The shadows. I can't remember. It's a long time since I had these facts to reel off, but okay. there was like something to do with the cross shadows when there would only really be one source of light up there. Yeah. But there were shadows coming from two different sides. Yeah, which like, would indicate there's a light like that. Yeah, like a studio. Yeah. Uh, there's on some of the pictures, there's like little crosses, which would have like original photos would have if you were like editing them and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why they why they'd have that. There's some interesting ones like the the flag blowing. There's no wind on the moon, but the flag is blown. Yeah. <laughs> How do we know there's no wind on the moon? People have been up there. <laughs> How often do we go to the moon? There's no atmosphere on the moon. We don't go anymore. There's nothing there. Why? Why? We go to Mars now. Yeah. Uh, well, Elon is going to Mars, and we're all going to die here. <laughs> is he still up there? No, I don't think. Did he even go? Does he just go up and go around and come back? Yeah. Every now and then. Every now and then, sure. Oh, it, on a uh, Sunday. Richard Branson like has like starring uh, yeah, like, Virgin Atlantic yeah to the space there and like Elon's trying to do the same thing but, Virgin Galactic was it yeah Something. yeah but I've seen anything I think it was about the original space landing like that the reason why like why it would be fake like in America said to get there first is so that um, Russia would then pile all their money into the space program and try to beat best America and all their money would be going into try to get into the moon and all this like so then America could re reroute their funds into military and become stronger that way yeah so mm. there's a, a whole oh, world awesome. of conspiracy theories out there yeah like i was listening to something about 9 11 the other day and look i'm not saying this is real <laughs> this is just someone else's opinion yeah. this is an opinion i heard and they reckon that like there's no way there's phone calls when you look at 9 11 documentaries the people on the planes are making phone calls to mm. their loved ones you can't make phone calls in an airplane at thirty thousand feet you could on those like there was it was an in-flight phone wasn't it no there was like calls of say like passengers yeah to their loved ones i don't think something as obvious as that is going to be like the reason why it wasn't real i think it was like business class on the flight or something probably had like a phone you know now you can pay for wi-fi or whatever yeah back then i think they had you phones pay, on the oh, plane right i don't think it's something i don't think they'd over i think they're just gonna make up yeah our phones worked on those flights yeah I don't know. Okay, uh, what's your thoughts on JFK? JFK in general? Uh, the assassination more so. Uh, did they not catch your man, Harvey? Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. But they reckon, Lee Harvey Oswald, I think, maintains that he can't remember doing it. He doesn't even, like, fight the, you know, he's not saying I'm innocent or whatever. Yeah. But he just says, I think I'm found. innocent. Maybe I did, but I don't think I did do it. You can't be found guilty if you don't remember, can you? Well, if there's there's evidence there, isn't he in jail or was he released? Lee Harvey Oswald. There's like four suspects or something, isn't there? He was killed before the trial, wasn't he? No, was that There was no two idea. lads. Well, yeah, there was Lee Harvey Oswald and there was a second man. Uh, I have something here, but there's other theories. Uh, Tony Glover, who saw the killing age eleven, thinks there may have been a second shooter. Some people believe the other gunman fired from the grassy knoll, which the president's limousine passed. Tony thinks a second shooter, if there was one, could have been on the other side of the road. There's fairly su substantial evidence, she says. It has some validity to it. This is an 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Circumstantial. Substantial. Uh, 
Jeffrey Morley, who is a former Washington Post reporter who has written several books on the killing, including one out this week about former CIA counterintelligence chief James Angleton. I have never written about a conspiracy theory, he says. I report the facts about the assassination. He tends to doubt that Oswald shot JFK. He says it's more likely the fatal shot came from in front of Kennedy rather than behind. Look at the Zapruder film, says Morley, referring to the famous homemade footage of the killing. Kennedy's head goes flying backwards. I know there's a theory that if you get hit by a bullet from behind, the head goes for goes towards the source of the bullet. But as a common sense explanation, it seems very unlikely. That sure looks like a shot from the front. Morley has other reasons to doubt the official story. A paraffin test on Oswald's cheek after he was arrested suggests he hadn't fired a rifle. The test reliability has been questioned. John Connolly, the Texas governor who also who was also traveling in the president's car, said he he was not hit by some by the same bullet as Kennedy, contradicting the Warren Commission's findings. Um, Anne Morley thinks other parts of the official explanation don't add up. The official story, there was this guy Oswald who nobody knew anything about, who came out of nowhere and shot the president. That story we know beyond a reasonable doubt is false, he says. Oswald was monitored by the counterintelligence staff of the CIA and by James Angleton for four years from December 1959 when they opened their first file to November 1963. But Thomas Wallen, an author and associate professor at the Boston News University, thinks Oswald did shoot JFK. This is a quote, and not just me, but in general, historians believe he was the assassin. The big question is, was he involved in a broader conspiracy? While the Warren Commission said Oswald acted alone, it did note that he had traveled to the Soviet Union in 1959, so unsuccessfully applied for Soviet citizenship and lived there until, he was, until 1962. It also found that Oswald, a self-proclaimed Marxist, visited the Cuban and Russian embassies in Mexico City in September 1963, two months before Kennedy was shot. Wallen says the newly released documents may shed some light on this trip. What was Oswald doing in Mexico City weeks before the assassination? Did he meet Cuban and Soviet intelligence officials? Did they give him the green light? Certainly Fidel Castro, Cuban Prime Minister, then President, had motive to kill President Kennedy. We, being from the United States government, were trying to kill him. Wasn't that the second, like, wasn't there an assassination attempt first and then the assassination? On the same day? Same week or something. Was there? Or was that a different Kennedy? Who was it that got shot in the lung? The lung? What am I thinking of? His brother was shot. Was Ted? Maybe it's his brother. Wasn't it one of them when he thought he was fine and then he got in the car and he was actually shot in the lung or something? That Ted Kennedy? That know. was his brother, wasn't it? I don't know. No. They're from Oxford. Yeah, they are, Ross Lair. Yeah. Um, do you ever hear the one about... <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy's having killed Marilyn Monroe I uh, no not about having killed but I do know there was something between JFK and Marilyn Monroe yeah because he was having an affair or whatever and she I don't know I, I watched a documentary on it years ago mm. and the whole thing was that like they they were at the house the night she died him and his brother she was having an affair with both of them maybe right and she was like threatening to tell or something and they were there the night she died and there was like big like gaps in the time between like when she died and when uh, the police were called or like any help was sent to her and stuff like it was all and how did she wishy I think it was an overdose overdose yeah I think I heard that but they reckon they like poisoned her or whatever something yeah and you see the thing about the the woman the elderly woman that was like videotaping the whole thing of JFK being like assassinated she's literally like 10 feet away from him like as the car is going by and that footage never came like she has a handheld thing yeah. there she's like in like she's in like a, a overhead scarf and stuff like that it's called a, a babushka 
Baboosh sure, lady. Yeah, footage never came. Like, it's, it's, but it's, there's footage of her filming it. Yeah, the footage of her filming this, and she's like, she's probably the closest known person to be recording this. And she never came. That never happened. Did it? Yeah, never came forward. The footage. Never, never found her. Like. Yeah, and she's like in the skies, basically. Like. Yeah, like she's there. Like you can't actually like see her face, see anything about her. Like it's just this elderly woman videotaping that from like ten feet away. There's definitely like a lot of shady shit goes on in these powerful organizations. Wasn't it like everyone, every, or like most of the original crew from the moon landing are dead now because in like weird circumstances. Really? Yeah. Anyone that worked on the original moon landing was like killed mysteriously. Was that, was Aldrin? Was, was Aldrin? <laughs> no, not him. Obviously, they were the ones like, on the actual one, weren't they? They actually went to the moon. They were later. So maybe it's not the first moon landing. But was it Lance something. Armstrong? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong, not Lance. Lance. Um, That's one big testicle for Lance. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something to do with the moon and people yeah, I, I I mysteriously dying. Yeah. yeah, and if you look it up, it's all like it was fact. Did you see the video of Buzz Aldrin hitting a ladder box in the head? No. Some like uh, moon landing denier comes up and starts screaming at Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin's in like his 60s or 70s now and he just punches him in the face. <laughs> like he probably gets that shit all the time. Like he probably gets emails. Poor him. Fucking. <laughs> Imagine like there's oh, crazy. Oh, it's not real. Yeah. Oh, right. Not, not just real. like having to talk about being on the room. No, no. Like, no, people are like, you're a fucking shill or this is oh, fake right. and you know, and what, you know, just fucking queuing on people. And he just eventually lost it and punched one in the face. Oh, and he's fucking dead right too. Yeah. He probably gets like diplomatic immunity or something, does he? Probably. <laughs> just walk around punching people, yeah. just swinging. Yeah, he's a national I'd hero. love that. You just walk out of your house in the morning swinging. <laughs> That's how I felt this morning when I woke up. <laughs> so you do that anyway. There's just no one here to yeah. take you on. Jimmy Ming and Mick Gleason. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I want to go back into this government, American government thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So Obama went yeah. in, a young, handsome man in like his 30s. What was he? Four, 30s, 40s. Yeah. And he yeah, came out and he looked 70 after eight years. You can't apply before you're like 30 something. 30 something. Yeah. So he probably. He was 40. young though. Like, yeah, he was like early 40s, I think. And when he came out, he was just a different person. Well, yeah, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Yeah. You would look different. And I've heard, like, there was, I was listening to, I can't remember, it was some American comedian on his podcast, like, Obama wasn't on it, but he was yeah. talking, saying, like, he either he knows Obama or he, one of his friends knows Obama. And they were talking about, like, just privately uh, after he left office. And he was like, I'm, he said to him, I'm the president, but I'm literally about, like, halfway up the tier in the power hierarchy there. Mm. Like there's a lot more above him calling the shots. Calling the shots. Yeah. He's a face. Signs off. He signs off on things, but he really doesn't have the power that he we're led to believe he has. Yeah. That there's there's far more higher levels than president in the American government. I believe that. It's the same with the Irish government, isn't it? Well, like. Is it? I don't think any president is really the. It doesn't really. End with them. Who is calling the shots though? Corporations? I don't know. Do, you see, do we have Peace a CIA? No, it's Central know. Irish intelligence. It's just the army, is it? The army. I don't know. I'd say there is like secret service, like not secret service, like that's like, England do have all that crack, but like I don't know if we have, but there's definitely like secret and um, like teams in the in Gary and everything like that. Like, but yeah. I don't think so. We, we have the fishermen are saving us from Russia. Yeah, I don't think Ireland would have thought that far ahead. No. 
like, you can see that like in all governments, all the people like they're being lobbied by everyone with money, so like all the big oil companies, all the big like investment funds and all that, like to, like basically just giving politicians money to kind of sway like yeah. votes in their way. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole thing. It's our whole thing is just lowering corporation tax to get big companies in here. Yeah. And it works. It does work. Do you work for Google? No, I've been in Google. It's really nice. Have you? Yeah, I filmed a video in there before, but it's not like it's. They, I had a friend who worked in Google actually, or Facebook, one of them, and like every ten feet or whatever, there's like a candy stand, or and there's just like all snacks and like whatever you want all day long for free. Yeah. But that's because they expect you to be there all day long. They want you to have all your meals there. They'll give you all your meals because they want you there at all meal times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's, it's they a, give you everything. At so least you never have to leave laissez-faire work situation so you uh we, i studied this in juniors or business yeah they let you you just have to get your work done it doesn't matter on the timelines or whatever is it really yeah well like obviously there are deadlines for things but you just have there's no like clock in clock out system yeah. i don't think you just they trust you to do the work and then they give you all these benefits on top of it so you never leave and they own your soul yeah uh i worked for the google's christmas party in the RDS oh, yeah. uh, as a barman and those people are dead inside Yeah, they're so fucking boring they get like these tickets and you take a ticket off and they each get two tickets for two free drinks and that's it that's all Google gives them is two drinks each. two drinks oh but you should have seen the shit that was there like it wasn't about drinking like it wasn't like a normal Christmas party where you know you go yeah. and get drunk and say something you shouldn't to your boss but they these like there was robots walking yeah. around the RDS and like big dinosaurs and like there was loads of different rooms. It was like Dublin Zoo, the nightlights. And there was all this fucking crazy shit everywhere. Like there was party rooms and silent discos and robots. And like there was an Indian room and an African room. The African room had like giant statues of fucking lions and stuff. Cool. But the people that were there were just so fucking boring. Like they were, it was like the same person 5,000 times came up and ordered a drink. Like, mm. and some of them weren't drinking. Like they get the, Take it off to fucking another person who didn't want their drink and they're like, I got three drinks today. They tell me, I'm like, fucking fist bump them. <laughs> <laughs> you go, man. Yeah, but they're all nerds. like. And they all get like accommodation stuff if you get, they hire from abroad and they bring them over and they put them up in apartments and stuff. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. That a lot of them were foreign, but like kind of tech people, yeah. it seems. Like, yeah, highly they like headhunt. Yes. And then they'll give them their accommodation as well. But like, we have no like Google owns you then, like. Yeah. They pay your rent. Yeah. They pay your food. I think for like the first six months or something while you're there, they pay your rent or something to get you settled. Jesus. It does own you then really, doesn't yeah. it? Like it, where you live, where you sleep, what you eat. Yeah. I work. had lunch in Facebook. Did you? And it's literally like, like the, what did you call it? Carvery breakfast. In Carvery breakfast. Where it's like, this is the Italian bar and it's like all Italian food. This is the whatever bar and like this is your dinner Sunday dinner bar like and you just go and you get whatever you want as much as you want uh, every day Jesus and are you, are you going to get that in John Bass Tires <laughs> no, I'm not working for John Bass Tires <sighs> never say never dreams no. don't work unless you do <laughs> I'll take what I can get yeah you just have to try your best yeah box clever <laughs> well, what was your catchphrase for John Bass trying his best trying his best Choice is best. Oh, why was that? <laughs> well, I played a team tune you wrote for the Hurling team. No, no, no. Okay. I have a team tune for Paul Byron. Yeah. The shoe place in the shopping centre. <laughs> if you want to hear it. Shoe shop. <laughs> what the fuck? 
the nice shoe place. <laughs> Foot place. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Uh, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to do this. Paul Byron. Yum. Why did you start so low? Do the do the castle no matter I'm gonna play it. Uh, you can just play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just play it, do you? Yeah. Liam Liam Mellows, Liam Mellows, you know what it is, Liam Mellows, Liam Mellows. And then he said to the tune of Black Eyed Peas, Black and Yellow. Which I don't think, is that their song? It's not. <laughs> yeah, you're losing it. I have, Mark's yeah. off social media. Oh, off social media and YouTube for a month. Yeah. Uh, what's it been? It's manifesting. Three days, yeah. <laughs> and I've lost my mind. <laughs> I just, I've... A very uh, hyperactive mind, I think. Yeah. Uh, just I have to be thinking about something all the time, and mm. social media was a distraction from thinking. Thinking, and now I don't have that. But uh, I feel better. I feel uh, not today, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, before yesterday, I felt better after my one day off. Yeah. But I feel like I have more capacity for doing things than I had before. Like, I would have been very bad at replying to messages. I'd be very bad at actually, like, writing. I've got, I went out of the habit of it, of reading as much. And now, or going to the sauna is another thing that I stopped doing. Because yeah. I told myself I didn't have time when, in reality, I was just coming home and watching YouTube yeah. on my breaks for an hour. Whereas I could have been going and doing these different things. But, uh, yeah, you'd be amazed if you think you're stuck for time, if you just take a break off social media, how much time you get back. Yeah. I haven't done my wordle today, I just remember that. Yeah? Do you want to go? No, I'll do it later. Um, yeah, that's true. How does wordle work? I don't I don't really get it. We were playing it the other day. Yeah, I refused to do it for like the first month because everyone else was doing it. Yeah, I yeah. I just didn't want didn't to be a part of it. And I knew it was addictive and I didn't want to get addicted. Yeah. Because I don't play games on my phone. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically, you just have to like guess a five-letter word. And if you guess, so you guess a word, if the letter is in the in the right word it'll go yellow mm. if it's in the right word in the right or if it's in the right place for the right word it'll, mm. it'll go green so then it kind of you narrow down you get six guesses it sounds so boring but it's so addictive and is there levels to it no you know there's no, no scoring just one word you only get to do it once a day once a day mm. that's yeah that's what makes it some guy just made it and then the new york times bought it off him so Fair. the new york times owns it very much don't know probably a lot yeah that's such a simple concept yeah I don't know how it took off probably Twitter or something yeah you were big on the tweeting machine I don't tweet ever but mm. I re I love reading tweets. reading tweets Twitter is good but uh, it's again a, a time drainer yeah. you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and like find 10 things to make you angry and one thing to make you yeah. like, laugh a tiny bit I have the exact same timeline as Michael Fry I think because everything everything I see he sees he, he, posts. Up, he posts yeah yeah well they probably like I don't know what way does Twitter algorithm. Yeah, we're probably following a lot of the same people. Uh, and so that you might like this thing, or yeah, people, or it's like similar to post that this person follows or likes or something. Yeah, yeah. like some people I've had to turn. You can like for the suggestions like this person liked this tweet. Like I've had to turn off some some people's like notifications because they're like such stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
if you go back through my tweets from like years ago, uh, it's not good. I, I don't know what's there, but I do remember I used to tweet. Uh, you going to get cancelled? Yeah, probably. A lot of outrageous shit. Maybe you should go back and delete some. No. Why? Who cares? I had to do that, I think. Did you? On my Facebook. Yeah, you, you said some bad stuff on Facebook before. <laughs> no, I didn't. Bree Brown is cancelled. We actually are cancelling Bree Boo, and uh, I am going to be Mark Boo from now on. <laughs> you can have it. I'm done with it. The She's done with gone. it. We have 13 weeks and 6 days mm. until you shit on my baby. No, I'm not going to poo on the table. <laughs> you I'm are? Not. I'm not. I think a high percentage of people do poo when they're having their baby. <sighs> Because it's all that's all it is, is just pressure down that end. Smell. It's gonna smell regardless. Like I, well, I wonder what it, it smells like. I don't know. Probably not fluid. good. No, plywood. Fluid. <laughs> fluid. Plywood. I don't know what plywood smells like. I yeah, uh, not looking forward to it. No, I am. <laughs> but not. Uh, tell us about hypnobirthing. Yeah, hypnobirthing. Something that Orla suggested to me. Yeah. Which is kind of I think I've started listening to a podcast which isn't like telling you how to do hypnobirthing, but it's like a the lady who hosts it is a hypnobirthing coach mm. so she's not I think you have to like she's saving all the actual hypnobirthing techniques the good stuff for, for like like our Patreon subscribe to our Patreon for it, yeah but like basically it's kind of what my mind frame was anyway is that your body can't do won't put you in any situation that you're not able for do you know what it is it's like lack of knowing what you're in for or lack of education like if you go in for a surgery but you don't know what the surgery is going to be like or on or if you're going to be awake or asleep you're going to be scared shitless and you're going to think everything that touches you hurts yeah but if you know exactly what you're in for with labor like the stages of it what each bit means if you're like mentally prepared for what's going to happen then it's going to be a lot less scary mm. and i think a lot of it is just people obviously i haven't done it yet it's probably people like who've been in labor being like ah it's really hard and i knew what i was in for yeah but i think a lot of it is just like mentally preparing yourself and it's not all pain, it's just like... And what have you learned about the labour process? Only from what we're watching on the Rotunda. The Rotunda and Bonborn every minute? Yeah, some yeah. people go quicker than others. But there's no rhyme or reason to it. No. Young people seem to have an easier time. They can give you like hormones and stuff to speed it up if they think you need it. You can refuse it, you can go naturally. It's all like personal preference the whole way through. Yeah. I don't know. And you, you're going to take the drugs? I'm going to take the drugs. I'm going to take pain relief. I'm going to try go at whatever, like, baby's paces. I'm not going to, like, you can take hormone drips and all to speed it up. Mm. I don't know. I don't know uh, if it lasts that. two days, you probably will end up. Uh, yeah, it'll probably, everything's going to change when I get in there, I'd say. But I'd like to not do anything. We filled out your birthing plan, didn't we? No. Or no, we just looked at a birthing plan. Yeah. When do we, when I don't that? know if people in Ireland really do that. Do you know what I learned? Mm. Um, cesarean sections in America, they mm. just sew you up once. But there's like seven layers of muscle and fat that they cut through mm. to g get in at the baby. Mm. And in the UK, they sew up each layer individually. Mm. So cesareans are much better done in the UK. I don't know how they do them in Ireland. I'm right. assuming it's probably closer to the UK. Yeah. But in the US, they just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. And that's it? That's it. <sighs> so it just heals naturally, but there's still gonna be scar tissue there. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> and it's 20 grand, you have to buy your baby you have to pay for everything in when you're having a baby in america and that's not covered by insurance you don't get maternity leave you have to save up your holiday days no way yeah or you get like two weeks or something you have to save up your holiday days you have to pay like everything all your hospital fees which is obviously a lot over there 
that's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. And like, then you factor in. So, do you want if you like your how many days holidays? Do you that's why like we're watching Love Is Blind, and they're like, we'll have as many kids as we can afford. Yeah, because each kid is like to have is like twenty grand. I don't know. And then like to send to college is another hundred grand. <sighs> yeah, that's like they make big money over there, but like that's why. Yeah, it's the other shit costs big money. Rent is probably expensive. Well, I suppose it's dependent on where you live. Yeah. Even getting ambulances and stuff in America costs. A shitload of yeah. money, yeah. A one night hospital would set you back. But if you have healthcare, mm. do, does that not pay for the baby? I don't know. Isn't there like families over there, like 13 people on their TV show or whatever, yeah. about like they have 13 kids? I like, went to school with a girl who had 20 brothers and sisters. 20? From Askamore. Jesus Christ. They were all from Askamore. She was the youngest. All her brothers and sisters. All of them from the one house. <laughs> they never all lived together, obviously, because they were 21 years apart. Yeah. The youngest. Fucking hell. Yeah, she youngest is my age. That's fucking wild. Yeah. 20. So they're on the late one. Were they? So many of them. And are they all like okay? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're operating there on. They're all al- I think they're all alive and well, yeah. Fucking hell. What's the second name? O'Brien. O'Brien. I don't want to say too much, but as far as I know, they're all happy out. Like. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So we want to have more than two or three, but we're going to try anyway. Go on. Our best. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, let's see. Um, yeah, but it's not so like we get uh, we get free babies here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very cheap to have a baby in Ireland. That's why when we watch like the redundant stuff, you see a lot of immigrants coming to have pregnant immigrants coming yes. here to have babies. Why? Just to have better, it. Better healthcare and the baby gets a passport once it's born in Ireland. An Irish it's passport. An Irish citizen once it's born here. Really? Yeah. No matter what your parents are. Right. Is that the same in every country, no? I don't know. That's what it is for Ireland. Uh, yeah, better healthcare than like a lot of them. Where were they coming from? Like Syria or like Nigeria Africa, and yeah. stuff like yeah. Um, and I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you like if you come here and have a baby and it's an Irish citizen, can they deport you and keep the baby? Uh, probably not. No, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's what Trump was doing. Was it? Yeah. Something similar. Oh yeah. Uh, we learned that babies are colorblind or seeing black and white for the first four weeks. For the first four weeks. Which is crazy, and I don't believe that. Yeah. I, they I, don't really see when they come out first. Babies only starting to open its eyes now. It's, it can Inside. see in there. Not yet, but it's starting to open its out. eyes in yeah. the next few weeks. Yeah. That's its next milestone. Open its eyes. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't think babies opened their eyes straight away. They can open their eyes, but they don't see, like they don't, you can tell, like they're very out of focus. Right. Newborn babies. Yeah, literally, like, like a newborn baby. <laughs> Because they're not trying, they haven't been conditioned. <laughs> they're just too relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that. You get stuck that way. <laughs> no, don't. I'm back. <laughs> this is my birthday, bro. No way. Yeah. They don't get an eye colour for the first six weeks. Or they do, and it might change, it might not. It changes. Yeah. You're, they're all born kind of bluey grey. Do we have the same eye colour? Yeah, close, I think. Yeah. Blue green. Yeah. So it'd probably be that. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> Comes out with big brown eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Blonde hair. <laughs> Dark skin. No. Yeah. So that that's it. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Do we have any other parting thoughts? No. No. 
subscribe to our Patreon, The Baby Needs Shoes. Yeah, or The Baby po Podcast. The Baby Podcast, yeah. So we have our own podcast. If you like that, there's much more on Breed's Patreon. If you go to the link in our Instagram bio. Is it the link in your Instagram yeah. bio? Yeah. It's called Hey Baby. It's called Oh Baby. It's called Oh Baby. <laughs> it's called Oh Baby. And we have two podcasts up. There's a couple of posts, some a poem I written, another I article. A poem I written. A poem I written. A poem I wrote. A poem I written. Uh, is it written or wrote? I wrote. wrote. I thought wrote sounded wrong there, but I think that's right. Written. Written. Poem I wrote. Poem I written. Poem I wrote. <laughs> it's not written. Yeah. Uh, there's other loads oh, of valuable content. Content there. I have a video of Mark breastfeeding. Is that on it? Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. But no, it's going up. That's soon. going up soon. You get to see me breastfeed. A pump. Pump? You're not feeding anyone. No, I'm not. <laughs> I hope not. Your dad's seen that video. He wasn't too impressed. <laughs> There's no picture of you breastfeeding the cat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the kitten. Yeah. <laughs> Just wrap it up. Just play it. Okay. Hey, Google, play the Star of County Down. Hey, Google, turn it up. Okay, lads, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. It's been real. Breed, thanks for joining us. Michael is still alive. He'll be here next week. <laughs> Tata -ta and farewell. Fuck, I gave it away. Shame, beep that out. All right, thank you very much. Breed, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.